0: Welcome and thank you for listening to the Akuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering others, and linking to our community. We hope you enjoy it. Akuo Church, I'm so excited to be with you here to continue this series called Listen Up. Now in this series, we want to take a look at the one thing that we can do that will get us closer to God. And we're going to take a look at how words from Jesus can actually change our lives. Now, today we're inviting a friend of the church, Damaris Fike, to help us dig deeper into that idea. Damaris is the social action pastor at City Church, one of the two churches that helped us get Akuo started. And I've known Damaris for the better part of this decade, and as you guys probably know, she's the best. I'm sure you've heard her preach here at Akuo a few times here before, and I know you feel the same. So as the social action pastor at City Church, Damaris lives her life to figure out the ways to link to her community. And with all the opportunities that she has to link to her community, it might be hard to pick the ones that are right. But Damaris has learned that listening to God is what's going to lead her and her church in the right direction. And we're happy to have her back here at Akuo. So without further ado, here's Pastor Damaris Fike.
1: The other day, I was joking with a friend about the amount of time it takes to get out the door. I mean, when you have little kids, it takes forever. Okay, maybe I was joking slash crying. See, because I remember those pre-kid days when you could just choose to leave the house whenever you wanted to. You'd be like, hey, babe, let's go get some Whataburger. And you just grab your wallet, your keys, and you're out the door. Those were the days but now I have to grab the shoes, fill the bag with snacks, fix the hair, etc. And every morning, it goes a little like this. Thea, put on your shoes, we gotta get out the door. Two minutes later, Thea, have you put on your shoes? We gotta leave. Four minutes later, Thea, put on your shoes, we are leaving. And then, if at this point, the shoes aren't on, Mama gets close and she gets quiet. Thea put on the shoes. My daughter, and frankly, everyone in the house knows I'm serious and they need to act now when mama whispers. You see, when I want my kids to listen, they may expect me to get loud, to raise my voice, but they don't expect me to whisper. And when i do they're forced to listen and listen closely do any of you do this have you been on the other side of the whisper we hear something but we are not listening see there's a difference between hearing someone and truly listening to them and we experience this a lot like when you're sitting at a restaurant and then a live band comes up to play Like, hey, I don't mind some good tunes, some live music, but it's horrible for conversation, right? Instead of asking, what did you say over and over, you just give in to nodding your head as if you're listening. Or it's those conversations with a friend or a spouse where you're like five minutes in, and then they ask the dreaded question, what do you think? And those words snap you out of whatever else you're thinking about. Or when your spouse or kids are trying to talk to you during the Cowboys game. Or when a coworker walks in your office and you obviously are swamped and busy doing something, but they keep going on and on about the office cheeseman, you hear them, but are you really listening? This happens a lot. Sometimes it's hard to listen, whether it be because of the noise or the distraction, or we just simply don't want to. This just doesn't happen in our relationships with other people and our kids, but it can happen in our relationship with God. In this series, we're looking at the things that will lead us to holiness, the thing that will bring us closer to God. And that thing is to listen up. We want to listen to God, but the noise and distractions of our lives keep us from listening. You go to sit down to pray, then all of a sudden it seems like every dog starts barking in the neighborhood. Or your phone goes off, or the kids start yelling for you. Or maybe it's not even the noise outside. Maybe it's the noise within. As soon as you start to make time to talk to God, you start thinking of everything you failed to get done that day or things you need to get to, and those thoughts in your head get louder and louder. Some of us never even get to that point. Life is just so busy, or we're just so overwhelmed with all the problems that you can't even find that second to pause. We desire to listen to God, but how can we hear His voice? And how can we listen to him when the problems of this life are screaming so loudly? It's all we can hear. In the Jewish scriptures or the Old Testament, we see a man named Elijah who learned to listen to God when his problems got loud. Elijah was a prophet, a messenger of God, and God used him to perform signs and miracles to help people turn back to God. And in his day, He would have been a minority in this pagan nation. He was a rebel, the Luke Skywalker of his day. While everyone else was worshiping other gods, Elijah was worshiping the true God. And he was boldly pushing against the powers and the rulers to bring the one true God, our God, back to his rightful place. Now, to show people that God was real, Elijah set up this test to prove it, a demonstration of God's glory. Elijah set up an altar with a sacrifice on it for his God, and the false prophets set one up for theirs. Elijah, Elijah said, hey, whatever, you know, whoever can pray to get their God to consume their sacrifice will prove who the real God is. So the false prophets prayed, and they prayed and they prayed, but nothing happened Then Elijah calls on the true God, and boom, fire comes down from heaven and consumes the sacrifice. So here Elijah is. He's just experienced a miracle through this mighty act of fire coming down from the sky. Now, the Queen Jezebel, she was the queen of the land where Elijah lived. She believed and worshipped pagan gods. And when she heard about Elijah's test and how it embarrassed her and her prophets, she was furious. And she sent this message to him. May the gods deal with me, be it ever so severely, if by this time tomorrow, I do not make your life like one of them. This was not good. Jezebel was the last person you wanted after you. Just think about it. When was the last time you met a kid named Jezebel? That's right, you haven't. No one even to this day would want to be associated with her and certainly not putting a, a death threat on you. Now Jezebel wanted him killed and she made no secret about it. There was no way she was going to let Elijah get away with what he did. So she set out to kill him and And Jezebel gave him a timeline, 24 hours. Well, this shook Elijah to his core. So he does what any of us would probably do if we had a powerful leader of a nation who was coming after us. He ran. Have you ever gotten shocking news or had something happen that you didn't see coming that shook you to your core? Hopefully, none of us have the leader of a nation trying to kill us, but maybe you got the news that your company was downsizing and your position was being eliminated. Maybe you got a call in the middle of the night that a loved one was in the hospital. Maybe your spouse told you they wanted a divorce, or maybe you got a letter saying you're going to lose your house. Or your doctor gave you the news that you were dreading. Or maybe you just feel alone and scared. In life, we all struggle. We all are faced with hard times. Times where our thoughts about the problems in our life consume our thoughts. And they get louder and louder and louder. This is exactly where Elijah is at. He ran away. He traveled for 40 days, running away, and he, he was at the point where he just wanted to die. He cried out to the Lord. He said, God, I've been doing everything. I've been about your things. I've heard and done what you've asked. I've seen your miracles, but now our enemies are trying to kill me, me. I need you. I need your help. Where are you? Speak to me, God, Please. And this is such a raw and honest expression. Elijah was one of God's prophets. He saw God work in big and miraculous ways. He had just literally called down fire from heaven. But when Elijah was facing a personal crisis, he wanted to know where God was. He wanted to listen for him so he could listen to him. In 1 Kings 19, it reads, The Lord said, Go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Now, at this point, Elijah's probably thinking, Yeah, this is it. God is going to speak to me. Then, a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. Oh yeah, this is totally God. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, there was an earthquake. And I'm sure Elijah's thinking, there it is. God, I see what you're doing here. You're in the earthquake. But it says, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire. Okay, Elijah's thinking, this has to be God. God is into shooting fire down. But we read, it says, but the Lord was not in the fire. And Elijah, at this point, he's probably thinking, God, where are you? And in 1 Kings 19, 12, it says, and after the fire came a gentle whisper. In the midst of all the big noise, these huge demonstrations, God was not in any of it. God came in the quiet whisper. God was teaching Elijah how to listen for him in the midst of this crisis. You see, Elijah was used to hearing God in big ways. He had experienced God through miracles and wonders. He had heard from God before. But this time, God did not speak to him in any of these ways. He wasn't in the powerful wind. He wasn't speaking through the earthquake. He didn't show up in the fire. He was in the whisper. Elijah had to really tune in to listen for him. That meant cutting through all the noises on the outside. But Elijah had to also quiet the noise within too. He had to silence the thoughts of fear, of loneliness, and his feeling of defeat. And we read on. It says, And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And behold, there came a voice to him. And the Lord said to him, Go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when you arrive, you shall anoint Hazel to be keen over Syria. And Jehu, the son of Nimshi, you shall anoint to be king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of Saphat, you shall anoint to be prophet in your place. Elijah heard God speak. He heard God's voice in the midst of this crisis in a gentle whisper. But for Elijah to truly listen to God, that meant taking action. God tells him to go and return on your way. And when you return, recruit others who will help you. I don't know about you, but when someone, uh, when sometimes when I seek out God for help, especially in the midst of hard times, I want him to give me the answer that I want to hear. God, let me win the lotto. Then all my financial mess will go away. God, change my spouse because they are obviously the one that needs to be changed, not me. Do the thing that erases the pain, the hurt, and the circumstance. I want the miracle. I want the fix. I want the fire. I want the big demonstration. I don't want more hard. But God tells Elijah to go back from where he ran away from. The solution to Elijah's problem was not running away from it. It was going through it. Friends, the problems that we will face in life will never be solved by running away from them. We must go to them. And this is where we have a choice to not just hear God, but to listen. Because once we hear him, to truly listen, we have to act. Elijah had to go back the way he ran from in the first place. And Elijah does. He fully listens to God by hearing him in the gentle whisper and acting on what God says. Many of you are here because you want to hear from God and truly listen to him. And it may be for different reasons why you want to hear from God. Perhaps for some of you, you just know this is the thing that will bring you closer to him the thing that will make your relationship stronger. But others of you, like Elijah, are facing a huge problem. You want to hear from God, but what does that look like? Often when we're seeking God out in the fire, wind, and the earthquake, in these big ways, but like in Elijah's case, you need to listen out for the small, still whisper. But to do that, You need to just stop. We are bombarded with things to do, places to go, with problem after problem. But God is saying, stop for just a moment. Put it all aside so you can listen for him. That means prioritizing time with him on your calendar. That means you may need to say no to other things. That means turning off your phone or getting away. Make the time to stop. For others of you, you may make the time, but you have not truly tuned in. There are noises that are distracting you from truly hearing God's voice. You are there, but you are not present. And you may say, but how do I know if God is speaking? Now, if God could just speak to us in an audible Morgan Freeman voice every time, this would be easy, but he doesn't. See, God is a personal God, and he'll speak to you in the way you need to listen and hear for him. God will speak to you through a message like this, through scripture, through a friend or your kids, and sometimes he'll just speak directly to your heart, and you'll know it. And the more you stop and start to listen for him, you will start to recognize his voice in your life. Now, for some of you, you have listened for God and you've heard what he has said. But now it's time to listen to God. That means you're going to have to take action in what he's telling you. And this is the hardest part of listening. For Elijah, this meant going back towards the exact place he was running from. For you, it may be to stop running away from your problem and to turn to it. It's having that hard conversation or asking for help. It's apologizing to someone you have hurt or forgiving someone who has hurt you. It's facing your fear, being vulnerable, uh, quitting that secure job, having the boldness to link to your community or going to where God is calling you to. What has God been telling you to do? Today, I'm asking you to fully listen to God and to take the step of acting on it, what he is telling you to do. Our God is speaking, but we need to stop, listen for him, and even when it's hard, we need to listen to him by acting on what he says. And for some of you, one of the first steps you can take to start hearing from God is to just begin a relationship with him by believing in his son, Jesus, and you can simply pray something like this. God, I believe in you. I believe in your son, Jesus, and all he has done for me. Today, I make that decision to put my faith in you. Amen. Y'all, hearing is easy, but listening is hard. But when you truly listen to God, your life will change. Let's pray. God, I thank you for the Akuo family, Father, that they have a desire to draw closer to you. And by doing that, uh, they're trying to listen up. They're trying to listen to you. And so God... I pray that you will speak to them, and God, you would remove all noise, God. You would remove things from their calendar. You would help them make time to get to hear your voice. And God, when they are there, let them recognize that it's you. And God, I pray that the first message they hear is how much you love them, how much you care for them, how much you desire them, God. And so I pray that they hear that first and how you sent your son for them father so that way they can have eternal life with you and god i pray for that the next step for us not to only listen for you but to listen to you and so god those hard steps we need to take to listen to you god i pray that you would give us the boldness the confidence the courage god to to push all fear aside and to step into what you're calling us to God, I know there are great things for this community and, Father, for this neighborhood and this city by the things you are calling the Akua family to do. So, God, I pray that you would give them the boldness to go, Father, and to listen to you. God, I thank you for them. And, God, I pray that you would continue to move them, continue uh, to help them be a light, a beacon of light in this neighborhood, God. We thank you and we love you and we pray all these things in that wonderful and mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Thank you, Damaris, for bringing an awesome and challenging message here today. Now, if you appreciated the word that Damaris brought, please let her know in the chat room. You can throw some fun emojis in there. You can simply just type out a thank you. Just let Damaris know how much the Kuo community loves her. Now, before you go, I just, there are a few things I'd like to share with you. Now, the first thing I want to talk about is how we will be linking to our community for the Christmas season. For the second year in a row, we will be helping out Christian Assistance Ministry, also known as CAM, with their Christmas store. Now, this is a place that families can go get signed up to get new toys for their kids if they can't afford them. Now, there are other programs out there that take care of Christmas presents for families like Elf Louise or or Blue Santa, but to be in those, you have to be signed up like months and months and months ago, like almost early or late summer, you would have had to get signed up. But CAM does a store for families that have been struggling, whether it's been for months or days. Like, let's say they just lost their job in late November, you know, they can go ahead and still be a part of this. Now, there are a few ways that you can join us in helping stock this Christmas store. First, Cam has an Amazon and Target wish list online. To buy some of those gifts, all you have to do is go to their, our social media or Cam's website and click on the links and purchase a gift. And then when you purchase it, it'll automatically get shipped to Cam. The other thing you could do is bring your new toys here on December the 5th in just a few weeks. Then we will deliver them to Cam for you. I cannot wait to see the impact that we are going to make on our community during this. Now speaking of community the next thing i want to talk about is some of our community groups guys we still have plenty of community groups meeting every single week and i want you to be know that we have them going on every single week so if you're interested in being a part of one of these groups you can go to our website or check our social media out and click on the community groups link to check them out and get signed up for that we have i think four groups going on right now still at our church even during this holiday season and I guarantee you that one of these will fit with you. So joining one of these groups might just be the best thing that you have ever done while you were here at Akuo. And as you guys know, we understand the importance of community. And over the last month or so, God has been pushing us to get connected to our neighborhood's faith community better. So last week, me, Pastor Mike Bailey from Redeemer Lutheran, Pastor Olivia Walker from Jefferson Community, and Pastor Larry Sears from Grace Presbyterian all got together to eat a delicious lunch. Tacos and enchiladas, right? The best. Uh, Holy food. Now, while being able to spend this time with each other, we decided that we needed to start getting together to encourage the believers we have in our congregations and in our neighborhood. And because of this, we're going to have a multi-church prayer service on December the 1st at 7 p.m., in the hall at Jefferson Community Church, which is at the the corner of Donaldson and St. Cloud. Now during this time, one of the pastors will go up and lead us through an idea and prayer that they can only do. In addition to all this, there will be childcare and the folks from Jefferson Community Church will be cooking a meal in the giant commercial kitchen that they have there. So meet up with us and get fed physically and spiritually that night. The reason we're able to link to our community in ways like this is because you guys, you all are so generous and give to God's kingdom movements here. And you trust that God wants to work through us here at Kuo. So we thank you for your generosity. And the way that we are generous here at Kuo is that we practice the biblical method of generosity called tithing, which means giving a first fruit 10% offering to the Storehouse, which is your local church. We know that when you trust God with what you have, there's always great blessing. And the same thing applies here. Now, that might not be a possibility for you right now. Things might be really tough for you and your family and if things are tough for you right now, please allow us to help you out. We want to be linked to you during your tough time. So if you need anything at all, please reach out to us. Or if you know someone that needs some help, let us know. Just this past week, we had a mom reach out to us in, with a daughter in need. We were able to connect to the daughter and take care of her and her family. To do that, all you have to do is go to our website akua.church and click on the contact us link. You can also email me directly at humby.sedveta at akuo.church, or you can call us or text us at 210-901-8785. Now, if you are willing to tithe here at Akuo, the way that you can do that is by going to our website, akuo.church. And when you get there, all you have to do is click on the giving link and follow the instructions. We also have the text to tithe option. For that, all you have to do is text Akuo, A-K-O-U-O, and the dollar amount you wanna to tithe to the number 77977. If you don't want to give electronically, we also have our P.O. Box available if you would like to send your tithe through a check. For that, all you have to do is mail your tithe to Akuo at P.O. Box 100-125, San Antonio, Texas, 78201. All right, guys, that's all that I have for you today. So I just want you to know that I love you, we love you, and that we are praying for you all week long. So please allow me to pray over you one last time before we go. So Jesus says, everyone clicks off their browser, turns off their TV and puts away their phone. I ask that you would be speaking to them. I pray that they would be able to listen up. And Jesus, I just pray that you would allow them to lean closer into you. That you would allow them to hear the whisper that you are giving them. Thank you for everything. We love you. And we pray these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. We'll see you at a community group this week